Anti-gun governors double down on dangerous. Should we ban assault Priuses? And Kathy Hochul is at it again. This is The Loaded Mike, and I'm Dan Wass. Since the recent violent attack at a dance studio in Monterey, California, Gavin Newsom has come out and expressed his disdain toward guns. But is there something else getting under his skin? Newsom told CBS News, quote, nothing about this is surprising. Everything about this is infuriating, end quote. Of course, Newsom is not surprised that unarmed people are more likely to die than those who can defend themselves. Anti-Second Amendment governors know exactly what's going to happen when they make it impossible for people they represent to shoot back. The infuriating part may be coming from the fact that every time one of these killings occurs, the voters become more interested in having a gun on them in public to defend themselves. We saw a huge increase in first-time gun purchases during and immediately after the left-wing riots of 2020. People also became more aware of the risks these anti-gun politicians are creating for them when they see others like them getting killed. Is Newsom mad because bad guys ignore his laws or because good people are starting to realize that he and his laws are getting them killed? In an interview, Newsom ranted about how somehow these killings are the fault of Fox News. He accused Fox of not doing a damn thing about gun safety, not a damn thing for decades. Well, the problem here is that even after countless gun restrictions continue to result in increased rates of death, Anti-gun politicians expect everyone to turn a blind eye and double down on more bad policy. The anger among these types is never with themselves for putting good people at risk, but rather with the fact that others will not fall in line with their fake narrative wrapped around dangerous gun laws. Now, maybe Albert Einstein said it best when he defined insanity as doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. The truth is, unless you have an agenda or you're getting the results you actually want, any rational person would stop the pursuit of something that continually causes death of others. In this case, government-inflicted unarmed helplessness. Crime Prevention Research Center recently reported that the worst 1% of the counties in the U.S. accounted for 42% of the murders in 2020. And over half the, half the counties with the highest gun ownership rates have zero murders. Monterey County, being surrounded by some of the most murderous counties in America, also has some of the most restrictive gun laws in the country. So the math is simple, and the results have been consistent. If blue state governors like Gavin Newsom, Kathy Hochul, Gretchen Whitmer, and others really wanted to solve the problem of violence, they'd keep the bad guys in jail and get their grubby mitts off the Second Amendment so good people would have the ability to defend themselves and their families. They would encourage gun ownership and firearm training in schools while loosening restrictions on public carry. It would seem they want the residents of their states unarmed and helpless, yet they also need their votes. Amidst all this anti, all Newsom's anti-gun ranting, he appeared to make an attempt at saving face with gun owners who may still vote for him when he said, quote, 
I have great respect. I have no ideological opposition to someone who is reasonably and responsibly owning firearms and getting background checks and being trained, end quote. Some may believe that rhetoric, but most are likely starting to see through the dishonesty of such statements. Besides the virtue signaling and dishonest claim of no ideological opposition, the implication that background checks serve a benefit to society is misleading. Over 90% of background check denials are false positives, which result in good people being denied their right to gun ownership without good cause. Question is, when will anti-gun politicians recognize that it's they who perpetuate these tragedies? When will victims of debilitating gun restrictions decide to change their voting habits? So today, I wanted to talk about this and many other things with, you know them and sometimes love them, John Chiara. Hello. And Anthony Deso. Hello. Hmm. Let's make an observation. <laughs> All right. So, what, what'd you, what do you mean, observation? Go ahead. What oh, well, it, it, like we were talking about this morning, it's like <laughs> I have no problem with blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to protect these people over here that I need their votes. And yet, <clears throat> the actions that they take do exactly the opposite every single time. Right. The people that they say they want to protect are the people that get hurt in all these situations because they make them helpless, right? Right. I don't get it. Think about all the people in the south side of Chicago who want to live a normal life. They can't walk out of their freaking house. Scary. Right? And Newsom is surrounded by armed guards all the time, right? All those people. Yeah. Right. It's such it's It's, it's great when politicians hypocrisy. talk about, you know, oh, but, but you have armed security 24-7. Right. doesn't matter to you. Right. And you're not you're safe. And you're not walking through the city. That yeah. You, that you don't live in the ghetto with all the people that are voting for you or bunch of dummies they are anyway, but I don't know why they keep voting for these people. I don't people. think they vote for them. I think it's all just rigged. There's no way people can be that dumb. Newsom is literally just Hitler reincarnated in California. I would like to think people can't be that dumb. I don't know. I think California just proved it. I, well, I try to explain to somebody about gun violence, and 99% of it is in blue states. Crime is, is skyrocketing. If you go to Florida, there's no crime because everyone carries a gun. You go into a convenience store and try and rob it, there's a pretty good chance you're going to get popped by somebody who's carrying. California, you know, I saw the map from California is uh, horrible. From Crime Prevention Research Center, John Lott does some incredible studies and uh, re- reports and, and and stuff like that. And there was a map of the United States, and you saw California <laughs> all red. Oh, I yeah. mean, all red it's, with it's, crime. It's a crime-ridden cesspool. And I think Monterey. I think in the monologue I said Monterey County. Is it? Is it Monterey? You know, I should have checked this. Is it Monterey County or is it Los Angeles County? Do we know? Oh, I don't know. No, okay, I think it's Monterey County. But anyway, around Monterey um, is all this red crime. Right, ar- right around. Monterey is right on the coast. But Monterey has no crime. No, no, it does. But not as bad as outside. Right. So Monterey, where this killing occurred, is surrounded by some of the highest crime rates in the country. So, I mean, what do you... What do you expect? I mean, you're making, you're creating these crime-ridden places, and and but Newsom wonder- doesn't see it. No, he doesn't see it. If, if if he allowed his people to carry weapons, it would. I don't know. I think it'd be a little different. And that's another thing that bothers me. You use the word allow, and that's part of the problem. They think that they can allow or disallow mm-hmm. certain things, and that's not the way our Bill of Rights was written. 
Our Bill of Rights was to for them to 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 behave and watch themselves and remember that it's the people who tell them what to do. Well, unfortunately, in the United States, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen because... We, we allowed our government to, exactly. switch the, to flip the switch on us. Yeah, exactly. They tell us what to do now. Exactly. We don't... They forget that... We forget that they work for us. Yep. And people vote on feelings now. We don't vote on... Like, I watched a video of a guy. They, they, the guy stopped people on the street. Uh, Trump or Biden? Biden. Why? Because I don't like Trump. Right. Why not? Because he's stupid. But, but why don't you like him? Well, he's a racist. But why don't you like <laughs> yeah, They don't really have answers. He didn't do anything good. He's horrible. And the guy's like, but Biden's doing a great job? Oh, he's an awesome job. Yeah. He goes, okay, pal, keep walking. But that's the silliness you get on the street from normal well, people. Well, if you watch CNN or MSNBC all the time, that's you're going to see that you're going to see the stories that support that kind of thinking. Yeah. And that's why where we are right now. It's narrative. Well, people don't. Oh, again, a parallel. I'm having a discussion right now with somebody online about how they. <laughs> That's surprising, isn't it? No, but, but, <laughs> but it's the same kind of how we let ourselves slip into that normalcy of like, oh, yeah, this is great. Okay, so I say this, this, and this. Other person says to me, I said, okay, can you explain that to me? Well, you don't need to analyze it. I'm like, wait a minute. You just you want said, me to believe something. This I would is pro- true scientifically. And then when I ask you to explain, you don't have an explanation. Right. Does that make you credible? Right. It doesn't make anybody. But that's what goes on, right? That's the level that things stay at. Because yeah. as long as you're paying attention to the mainstream media and going along with everything, you're comfortable in that. That's your bubble, right? You're comfortable. I'll stay in my lane. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Well, we were talking, you and I were talking this morning about how these gun studies and people are misled by gun studies because you'll hear all the time, you'll hear, well, America has the highest rates of gun violence in the, in the world, right? And, and they'll show you numbers. But what they don't tell you is that we don't have any real credible ways of actually getting data from other countries. Like I, I told John, I said, John, research now and, and find out how many gun-related deaths there are in Congo. Uh, Congo, right? Exactly. They don't know how many people are there. How do they know how many deaths are there? They don't report the stuff, number one. Second of all, when American people try to go and do research, you have a, you have a language barrier, number one. You can, you can, and you can't get down to the level where you're getting to their local newspapers. You just can't get that information. So what they do, because American gun studies – you can find the data all over the place. FBI has it listed, ATF has stuff, DOJ. You can find the information easily. So what you do is you can gather all the relatively accurate um, gun-related statistics in America. But then when you go to Congo and try to search that stuff, you you make it sparse little pieces of, of stuff. But that's what they use. So take the little tiny pieces from these other countries and compare it. Bad comparisons, right? Yeah, it's like Mexico. Mexico's a crime-ridden cesspool of murders every second. Now, you're not going to hear about it because they don't. The government's just as crooked as the people killing people. So you're never going to know. Why? But right. I guarantee you, Mexico is more violent than the United States. That's right. We should just take over Mexico. But you're talking about. What did you hear that? Uh, uh, I think you said Scott Adams talked about uh, government in a box. What was that all about? Yeah. Well, because a lot of the problems that we have around the world. 
especially in related to energy issues, is that a lot of these countries don't have viable governments. They don't have governments that have rules and regulations where if you have a contract, you have to agree. So, you know, energy companies, for one, aren't going to go into some crazy countries in, in Africa and start spending billions of dollars on infrastructure if yeah. they can't have, if there's no government in place that's going to honor their contracts. Yeah, or somebody's not going to come in and take it over. Well, you know whatever. What I mean? Again, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. The government in boxes is that some country says, we need help. Help us. Okay, we're going to take five years. We're going to take over. We're going to give you government in a box, and you're going to establish yourself as this kind of a country, if that's what you agree to do, yeah. not forcing them right, right. a choice. But give then, them the structure so they can develop? Is that what is that Yeah, what it is? give them a structure because we know what kind of governments produce what kind of outcomes, basically. I mean, regardless of what all the people, socialist <clears throat> people think that, oh, you know, you just have to do it the right way. Well, this country is a pretty good example of how we've done it and produced results beyond anything imaginable that anybody had 300 years ago. That's crazy. So let's put together packages and give them to people and help them put together their governments so they can, because you can't prosper unless you have a government that's set up to pro, help the people prosper. Right. That's what we started out with. And now we're, we spend most of our time talking about how it's flipped the other way. And they're trying to keep us from doing what we're, well, we're because once it right gets corrupted, right. then the, the people running the government are trying to benefit themselves and and take away from the people who they actually represent. That's why these young people think that you know socialism is great. Go visit a socialist country. Go to Brazil. We'll talk to some people. Go to Brazil Cuba. and hang out there and commit a crime. See what happens to you. I we'll just, never see you again. I was exactly. You'll never see. We'll never see your body again. If you commit a violent crime in Brazil, you are not coming home. Well, look what happened to the uh, the the basketball player there. I yeah. forget his name or her name or whatever it his is. His name. I think it was Stop. probably. Could be. Who knows? Uh, anyway, Brittany's name, right? Griner, Brittany Griner. Yeah. Um, look, Brittany was in prison. And for look how what long? we traded her for. Yeah. Well, that's another whole story. So, <laughs> but you you brought up something, Anthony. You brought up about um, young people. Yeah. Wanting social trip. I just I just heard um, on Glenn Beck's show, and I hope I get these percentages right. Millennials, a quarter of them. 25% of millennials right now have their parents pay their way. Yeah. And something like in the 30 and 40% of millennials are having their parents pay their electric bill or pay their groceries. Or they're still living home with them. It's still living in home. The basement somewhere. So, so, so we have a, a problem. We have, we have this narrative that it's okay to live like that. Um, these, these people living with their parents and having their parents, they're never going to be leaders. No. And maybe that's what that's the where they get the socialist attitude from. Right. So if I can get my mom to pay for it, well, how about the government pays yeah. for it? Hmm. And so I told I, I told Danny, our, my son, our producer, I said, you know, you're of that age, and uh, you're going to be running things. I mean, it, all it's going to take is for the the people of that generation who have ambition, who have the will, who have the drive, and who take personal responsibility. All it's going to take for them is just do what they normally do. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be the ones providing the jobs, and everyone's going to be coming to them for their sustenance, right? Yeah. Good for them. Good for them, yeah. Yeah, so just, you know, it, so the smart ones are going to be the ones who are able to basically take responsibility. But we talk about all these countries, and even in America, how even the, the millennials, these college kids, want the rest of their fellow citizens to be unarmed and helpless, 
That's another thing that boggles my mind. <laughs> what happens if you're in a, a, a grocery store? What happens if you get carjacked? You know, these kids, what would they do? They would cry and call their mom. Or they'd be dead. Well, you know what they should do? Have you guys heard of the holster gator? <laughs> that was almost Ben Shapiro-esque. Kind of I tried tying it in, but that, but no, seriously though, uh, this, this, this cool little device, and I'll see if we can get that on camera. It's called the holster gator. And what it does is it attaches underneath your dashboard of your car or where else would it attach, John? I mean, bathtub, I, stroller. Bathtub, stroller. Any, anywhere else you can think of that you can attach this thing? Lawnmower. Probably. Right, to the handle of the lawnmower. Drive-by lawnmower? Nice. Nice. So what it does is you take this little device and you take your holster, and you basically just clips right in. So wherever the holster gator is attached, that's how that works. And then your holster comes out, and the back attaches to the thing. So, So what you get is you get, rather than like if you're getting in the car, if you're going to mow the lawn, and you want to take your gun and your holster out, what do you do with it, right? You attach it to the holster getter, and then when you draw your gun, you're drawing from your own holster because your holster is attached to the holster gator. You've got trigger protection. You've got clean, quick, easy draw that you're familiar with. Perfect device. Um, I suggest everybody go go online and get yourself a holster gator at holstergator.com, but get 20% off by using... The, the the discount code loaded, right? How was that? Very nice. All right, where are we going next? Huh. How about um, we do a woke patrol? Woke patrol. Yeah, we don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. All right, so I have a few here, you know, we, this one, <laughs> the very first one, is just so it's so ridiculous, but I think you guys will appreciate this. Apparently, in California, if you want something, you you can just you can just take it. You don't have to pay anymore. Watch this watch this clip. Okay. Oh, that's good stuff right there. Isn't that nice? Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, don't take my stuff. They probably don't even fit the kit. Just grab whatever. The storm's just sitting there watching. Some of them aren't even running out. They're just walking out like they own the place. Yeah, they don't care. But we're supposed to respect these people, right? Yeah. Well, this is a result of... This is Governor Newsom. This is a result of... Right, exactly. You can just go into a store and just rob it blind. Just rob it blind. Take what you want. I wonder if 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 us three guys flew to California and just decided to rob a store, if we'd make it out. Trip. What would happen? Yeah, let's go on a you think, I know. Trip. Maybe we'll go to Beverly Hills and do it, though. Cool. Well, you know, it's because there's no consequence to this stuff. I mean... This is why people are doing this crap. So, but but there's I got I got another one here too. I wanted to show you. So so, but then you'd think you'd think that if you do this sort of thing, you would get arrested. The cops would come, and but there's a new dynamic between criminals and police officers. Um, apparently, it's okay to to destroy police cars. When you, you know, as long as you're burning down the city or robbing something or if you're a left winger. So check out this video. 
Now watch the cop. Watch the cop right here, coming up. Gets out of the car. Walks by. Call the backup. While they're destroying his car. The cop didn't even do anything. He doesn't even care. He's like, eh, not my car. I'm just going to walk away. That's that's how soft they are. But that's that's your 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 woke society. This is now a new normal. And they're allowing it. And uh, it's only going to get worse. It's got to be like Star Trek used to be, where they electrify the hall. So when they jump on the car, like, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good thing. To right? <laughs> um, but that's not it. I've got two more clips. Oh my oh, gosh! Oh, oh, he's really on a roll today. All right. This next one, I call sometimes you just got to dance. And the hell is going on this here? This appears to be some sort of... It's like an exorcism. It looks like a congressional meeting of some sort. I don't know. Is it some board-type meeting? Look at the person behind the podium, too. She looks like a fish out of the water. It, it, look at this. I don't really understand what's going on here, but I thought it was interesting because... Here you have all these sophisticates, all these people look like dignitaries of some sort sitting there having some sort of meeting and then you have this lunatic doing this what do you call that? She looks Fashion? like she looks like Convulsion? somebody just caught a fish and threw it on the land. <laughs> and just trying to get back to the water. Wow. So these idiots are sitting there and they're watching these two I, nut jobs. Probably just, not saying anything. Do, I mean, just look like at, this, they're like <laughs> And why was that going on at that event? Do we know? What I, I don't happened? have any context in this. I, sh- I probably should, but I yeah, just thought it was funny enough to see. Funny to watch. Right. <laughs> um, just just for a laugh. That's all that was for. <laughs> um, but, I mean, here's something that, you know, serious. You know, a lot of people think that, you know, COVID is still a, a, real, a real thing, you know, and a real threat. And um, you can never be too safe. I call, that's what I call this one. You can this next clip. You can never be too safe with COVID. Check this out. What in the hell is that? Cool. That's it's, not even gonna work. You know, it, it looks like the kind of thing that you have when you're snow blowing. Snow blowing. Is that what it looks like? <laughs> that looks like a a, a hamper. What? Yeah, like a closed what? camp, right? Yeah. What in the hell is wrong with these people? And you're, if I was related to that person, I would drop kick them yeah. right in the airport. Yeah. Right in the airport. But you got holes in the side. It's not <clears throat> stopping anything. Oh my. Well, wow. so the thing, the thing with this whole mask thing is really gone out of control, and government and media have really been effective at making people think that this type of behavior is necessary. Um, And even officials like hospital officials and people like that, even government workers, when you go into certain buildings, they're still crazy about the whole mask thing. Doctor's offices. Doctor's offices. Yeah. You never, never had to wear a mask in a doctor's office before. I can't go get new eyeglasses this week. I have to wear a mask in the eyeglass store. Because he's connected to my doctor's office, so you gotta have inside the building. Yeah, this is yeah, this is unbelievable. So, um, what I wanted to do is talk next about this uh, this Canadian woman in a hospital who died in a hospital. Um, is that clip up for a reason? Oh, okay, okay. 
Um, so I wanted to bring up this next story. This was this is a story about a Canadian woman who died in a hospital. She was in a wheelchair. Um, she couldn't breathe, but the hospital employees forced her to wear a mask, ultimately resulting in her death. And what it was, and I'm going to pull up the article so I can read a little bit from it. Um, what it was, I guess she she had she had COVID. She recovered. She started having new symptoms. So she went to the hospital. She was having breathing issues. So she's in a wheelchair in the hallway of the hospital. She ends up, she wanted something to eat. She wasn't getting any results from the hospital staff. So she decided to go down to the cafeteria. So she goes down to the cafeteria. She has a breathing attack. So the first thing you would, what would you do? You'd take the stupid mask off, right? If you're having a hard time breathing. Put an oxygen mask on. So she did that. And, and But the staff, the, the hospital officials, which were actually, from what I understand, security, they pushed, ended up pushing her up against the wall, forcing her um, to put the mask on, taking physical force and aggression with her, and she had a breathing attack, uh, respiratory attack, and ultimately cardiac arrest, and she died because they needed her to wear that stupid mask so badly. 43-year-old woman was rendered unconscious after an altercation with hospital security and died 16 days later before ever waking up. The family of a Canadian woman who died following an altercation with hospital security guards because she was not wearing a mask has been left in shock and horror after an Ontario judge tossed out the case. That's socialist country right there. So that's another thing. They're not even taking the case. No. The manslaughter and criminal negligence charges against two Toronto General Hospital security guards, Amanda Roja, how do you say R-O-J-A-S, Rojas, Rojas? Rojas. Okay. Uh, Silva, Amanda Rojas Silva, 42, and Shane Hutley, 35, following the May 2020 death of 43-year-old Danielle Stephanie Warner were thrown out by Sean Murphy, a judge with the Ontario Superior Court, according to recent released court documents. Um, apparently, in Canada, I guess the judges will stick behind the government, the government and the COVID narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, There's your socialism, millennials. Yeah, yeah, that's what you that's what you, you asked for. Yeah, too bad they didn't have that. Plastic clothes hamper. They could have put that over her face, and maybe she wouldn't have died. <laughs> Everything's paid for in Canada. Canada. Yeah, through the government, your health care, everything. Well, as an aside that that makes me think of, talking about um, extra deaths and stuff. What's the term that's we're tossing around recently? More people dying. Oh, cardiac arrest. Excessive. Oh, oh, sudden died suddenly. Yeah, all excessive. that kind of stuff. Yep. Well, a, a lot of the, I mean, the numbers, again, on the death thing, I mean, you look at something like this and you realize hosp- hospital malpractice is like the number one killer in the country for all kinds of people. So add on COVID, all these regulations, all this crap, like you just said, who knows who could be dying in hospitals and why? You know what I mean? It's crazy. And I don't see any numbers on that stuff. Like, what's going right. on? <clears throat> need numbers. They don't want you to have them. They don't want you to have them. Yeah, like they how many nothing. people do die in, a, in hospitals? And, you know, autopsies are, are expensive. Um, so yeah. a lot of people just don't do them. I mean, autopsy could be probably any, anywhere from five to eight to $10,000. Who knows? I mean, they're expensive. Um, 
I just wish that a lot of a lot more people were doing autopsies on some of these deaths that could potentially be uh, vaccine related or even COVID related. And we don't know. Um, even the medical examiner wouldn't tell the truth. No, can't trust anybody. Can't trust doctors anymore. Can't trust they're all they're all liars. Can't trust, can't trust anybody. anybody. <laughs> can't trust them. Um, tell you the truth. Pfizer's pushing the booster again on TV. They can't. They got a commercial every ten seconds. That's all you see. Oh, I saw. Get I know. Get your booster. Get your booster. Football game yesterday. Any little kids with the blue bandages on yeah, their arms yeah, and stuff in the back. Event. Oh yeah. God, coming to a city near you. All right. Well, we got to take a quick break. We have uh, some pretty interesting stuff coming up. Um, a woman who is uh, in in Congress, um, whose son. Uh, was arrested for uh, son, daughter, slashed. Uh, it's a long story. Um, and we're also going to arrested for violence and being involved with Antifa and stuff like that. We also got um, more on climate change that I wanted to touch uh, on again. So right after this, we will be right back. Gator, when seconds matter. The media and politicians create terms like gun violence and ghost gun and assault weapon to change the narrative around guns in America. The entire anti-gun fear campaign is built on the reactive emotions of people who don't know any better. And the media seeks their support for gun restrictions. In Good Gun, Bad Guy, I give you the behind-the-scenes look into the mind of the anti-gun radical because before we can defeat them, we need to understand their tactics. Good Gun, Bad Guy 2 exposes the media strategies used to create a perpetual state of irrational gun fear and hatred toward gun owners. Good Gun, Bad Guy 3 reveals the political motives behind the gun grab, why the left wants an unarmed population, and what we can do to thwart their efforts. The anti-Second Amendment radicals started this evil game. Good Gun, Bad Guy is the rule book they hoped you would never see. Go to goodgunbadguy.com to get your copy or purchase the entire series. All right, so we're back. So much that I still want to get to here in the show, and I hope we have time. Um, so, so did you hear about the family of four that got killed by the drunk driver? Oh, I think I may have heard something. I'm not sure. Was what. that Alabama, I think it was. Yeah. What kind of car was he driving? Yeah, what kind of car was that? Uh, I, I think it was a Prius. You know, I'm so... This is the thing. I'm so tired of these Prius assault vehicles, you know, causing all this death. I wish we could do something about it. Maybe, you know. So how does that work? Go ahead. Explain that to me. What do you mean? Well, I mean. 
Shouldn't we be blaming the, the driver? driver of the car? Yeah, but if he didn't have the Prius, he wouldn't have been able to kill people. I mean, think about it. We're dealing with vehicle violence all over the country. And especially More deaths than probably gun violence, right? Well, especially these, violence, these right. assault type vehicles. I mean, think about the Prius. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a silencer. It's right. It's like they're a, silent. Like you a, can't hear them bad. coming, right? Yeah. And they're they're small. And the horn was right in here. The horn, but the wasn't even the exactly. horn wasn't even probably working. And they're small, so you can conceal them easily. And but you can hide up a Prius, and you can conceal it in the bushes. Oh, I guess that makes it dangerous, right? Yeah. Somebody. I mean, it's still a driver, right? I mean, I just think if it saves one life, I mean, shouldn't we ban? Priuses? The Priuses. Ban Priuses. Ban Prius sales, especially across state lines. Tesla sales, oh, too. People are dying too. all right. over the country because of these these assault, assault vehicles. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, I, I, no one really needs a Prius, right? I mean, right. no one needs a Prius. No. no. Do they? No. no. So why should we have that? Why should they have something that they don't need? You know? Oh, it sounds funny. Like, it sounds like that gun control thing. Well, another thing is you. You can't, you never detect them at gas stations and security cameras, right? They're never at gas stations. So how do you know? I'm just saying. Sneaky. I'm just saying, why don't we just restrict the use of the, like restrict how many miles people can drive a Prius maybe. That makes sense. How about. You don't need to drive 300 miles. You only drive 100 miles. That's fine. How about restrict Priuses from certain locations like. Like state and federal roads and highways. And right. bars. Can't drop your kids off at school in a Prius. Nope. Oh, Prius-free school zone. But the thing is, you know you know who's driving these Prius? It's these liberal supremacists. They're, they're the ones using them. I mean, why can't we, you know? I, I'm, we know they don't care about anything that we care no, about. No, they're reckless. Right. They're reckless and dangerous with their Priuses, these liberal. So they bought a silencer car and they're... Going around assaulting people with it. Something should be done. The majority of highway killings are done with Priuses. You know, I, I just don't understand why we still allow them on our streets. I don't know. Just something I wanted to. But thanks for bringing that up, John. Mm -hmm. It's just sorry to go off. I just it's not okay note. anymore. We, Congress needs to do something about these. Right. We need to control it. Right. Yep. We need to have more laws that restrict the use of these assault vehicle Priuses. Isn't I think. I don't know. Fault, I agree. Don't go there. No? <clears throat> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, all right. Catherine Clark. There she is. She's uh, going to be the new House Minority Whip. I think we have a graphic of this woman. She... Um, a couple things about her. So she is an uh, incoming uh, Democrat whip. Um, she recalls her child waking up with nightmares of climate change. <laughs> and then, and I have a couple articles here. I want to show you a little couple bits and pieces. But um, her son, who was a daughter or is now oh. non-binary, I don't know. Um, was just arrested for assaulting a cop and burning stuff down, I guess, in with Antifa. It's so really moving up in the world, that yeah, exactly. Let me read a little bit here for you to get an idea of what's I going on. How that report's going to read. 
this non-binary. Well, she recalled that one of her, she's a Democratic whip, Catherine Clark from Massachusetts. She recalled one of her children waking up with nightmares due to concern. What child wakes up with nightmares about climate change? Exactly. What did he wake up? Was it raining? (laughs) Was he flooded? Was his room filled with water? You have got to do a really good job at brainwashing your child to have them fear something like that. That doesn't exist. It doesn't even exist. Well, you wonder if it's the parents doing that or it's the schools that are doing that or wherever it's coming from. Wherever it's coming. It's everywhere, right? Yeah. Think about that. A little kid waking up from having a nightmare from climate change? Are you kidding me? How did he do that? Did he wake up and say, Mom, climate change is after me. Right. Is that what he did? Uh, Yeah. I I don't know. my room. (laughs) It's hot in here. Can you turn the heat down? That climate change is really getting to us. Wow. The 59-year-old Clark argued that her generation could bring a fresh perspective to Congress because her kids grew up being tormented by the threat tormented by the threats of climate change and gun violence. Oh, there it is. Wow. <laughs> there it is. Gun violence. <laughs> Those guns are just <clears throat> running around town hurting people. <sighs> So, 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 from what it looks like to me, you have this woman, Democrat, of course, Ill. mentally ill Democrat, brainwashing her child on these left wing topics. And now he doesn't even know who he is. Well, that, let me get to that. <laughs> the kid's name is Jared Riley Dowell, Catherine Clark's son, arrested on assault and vandalism charges. Do we have a picture of him? Or her, or whatever it is now. What in the hell is going on there? Jared Riley Dowell, the non-binary son of House Minority Whip Catherine Clark, was arrested for spray-painting a monument and assaulting an officer during a protest in Boston. This woman is in Congress, and her child is assaulting cops. Jared Riley Dowell was previously known as Jared Dowell, the 23-year-old changed their name to Riley Dowell after identifying as a non-binary individual. Look, this kid, can you pull that picture up one more time, please. This he's kid mentally Ill. has problems. Look at his Confused. eyes. Look at his eyes. He's got crazy. He's going to commit. A, he's going to commit a mass murder. I I wouldn't Look be surprised if that happened. But this is a disturbed he's child disturbed. being brainwashed by a a, a delusional left-wing ideology with a mother who is in Congress. Who's running our country. What? <laughs> Man, we're doomed. We are doomed. <laughs> he always says that. We we're doomed. doomed. I'm starting to believe him, though. It's I think we worse. are. <laughs> I mean, we, you can't have people like that running the country. Don't they have conversations with their kids and talk them down from this nonsense? No, like, they probably have, have conversations encouraging it. No, she'll blame the police. She'll blame white supremacy or something stupid on why her son did something so crazy. Yeah. I just want to know what the report's going to read. Non-binary, was that in there? Non-binary. This is so stupid. I used too. to be Jared, but now I'm Riley. This is so stupid. Now I'm too. nobody. I'm just this floating object. I'm just walking around. With no sexual identity. I don't have Maybe an identity. Maybe he changed because he got tired of having dreams about climate change, and now he wanted to worry about graffiti and assaulting cops. Goes with the territory, right? I guess. I guess you're talking about two, two topics 
that are being drilled into the heads Can't of these kids. Into it, but where did that play? Well, in? It just plays in. That's where just part. Play in the word. Where's the line? Where? Where's that gun violence in that <laughs> whole thing? It. Anthony, you don't understand. Was it the cop's gun? Was the gun going? I'm ready. What's going on there? They just throw it in. So, so you know, next time you do something, John, just out of character, when you're doing something, most people just say. Man, that gun violence. Gun. I'm telling you, it's just crazy. It's out of control. Just it's, blurt it it's out. Everywhere. Just blurt well, it out. What do you mean? You don't have any more haddock at the restaurant? Gun violence. Ah, gun violence did it. <laughs> well, it's so funny because I... truck got robbed. I, that's I, I it. I have worked with clients in the past where the word oppression came up. Oh, every God. Conversation. <sighs> well, you know, because of oppression. I'm like, what? <laughs> you experienced it? Where did that come from? Did you open the box and that popped out? Like, what are we talking about? Is it just in there? It's just constantly at the front of their their thought process all the time? Again, it's not useful. If we concentrated on things that were useful to people in their lives, we might have a different perspective on some of this stuff. But everything is championed as being, you can make your own choices. Everything is fine. You're fine just the way you are. Who loves Jordan Peterson loves that. You're fine just the way you are. No, you're not. <laughs> if you're asking the question, there's something to work on, right? But these people, back in the old days, those people would be the ones out on the ice floor. See ya. <laughs> I, I, I saw a video of Morgan Freeman. Some guy was talking to him about race in America. He's like, Listen, it's Mike Wallace. He's like, I don't even know who the guy was that was talking to him, but he's like, well, didn't you, weren't you, when you were a kid, didn't you feel like you were held back? He goes, no. He goes, you are free in this country yeah. to do whatever you want. That's the whole point of the He country. goes, racism does not exist. Stop talking about it. He goes, well, didn't you feel like because of your color? He goes, no. Right. He goes, I grew up in Mississippi where racism was horrible. He goes, but you know what? I did my thing. I got out. Look yeah. at me today. Well, he was yeah. talking to Don Lemon. He goes, well, he goes, you're, well, that was Don Lemon. Here, we, was are. here we are, right. Yeah, that was yeah. Don Lemon. He's like, yeah. well, here I am. He goes, well, but but what about all? He goes, stop making excuses. He goes, just get out. Your life is what you make it. No one <clears> is holding you back but yourself. He goes, stop making excuses. But the people who fall for this hoax... Whether it's the climate change hoax, whether it's the gender hoax, whether it's the racial hoax, the people who fall for it are useful idiots because it's obviously being used to create division. And when you can create division among people, you can have better control over them, right? Well, the NFL just put out a presser. First, <clears throat> first two black quarterbacks to play in the Super Bowl. Who cares? Why the hell do you have to bring color into it? You basically just degraded both those men. Yeah. And the Mahomes is... Well, here's the thing, though. Mahomes is half white. He was brought up in a white privileged home, rich people, who who gave him the best of everything. But that's now you're disrespecting his family because his mom is white. But why do you got to bring... They're going to be the first two black men in the Super Bowl. And who cares? Now, you basically just put everything that they worked hard for into a race box. So, oh, you only got there because you're black. Who, really? who, said, who said that? Was it the announcer? NFL. Was it the announcers, the NFL announcers? No, the, the NFL put out a presser and Yahoo blurted it out. <laughs> it's the first Super Bowl with two black quarterbacks. And who cares? Why are we doing well, that? Because what you imply is true. It's got to talk about this this morning about how. If I go in the hospital and my doctor is there, do I want the doctor that got the degree because of merit 
or do I want the doctor who got the degree because of some other consideration based on all right. these woke ideas? Well, that's Same kind of thing. You're by by saying that you're degrading the fact that these people are talented and they got there. Yeah, because of how you basically just threw all their credibility out the window. That's like you hiring just put another layer of that's crap like on. Uh, that's like saying hire let's hire black pilots with no experience because because they're, they're black. black. You right. think I'm going to get on a plane with a black pilot who's never flown a plane before? Yeah. Do we know who Dan Pennant is? Yeah. Okay. This guy, all, all capital Dan Penna. As far as I'm concerned, this guy is freaking awesome. <laughs> he says it like it is. He doesn't buy into the the climate change hoax. Like we, there's another hoax. You know, the climate change. You got the racial. You got the gender. You got the all the all the different hoaxes that they. We're the laughing stock of the world. We really are. We got to be. Well, a lot of people think global warming is a scam. We talked about it on this show. It's been going on since the 70s. The stupid narrative about the ice age, and then the and then I mean, we the, should have drowned by now, right? New York, oh, yeah. we should all have been sorts dead already. Manhattan right? should be underwater by now. Yeah, I, well, that, we talked about a lot that of would statistics. Solve a lot of our problems. <laughs> well, that's true, actually. <laughs> but why is it that banks continue to le- to lend money, multi multi million dollars to apartment condos, build you know real estate investors? You know, why would insurance companies take the risk and insure right. your property that's going to be underwater in five yeah, years? I'm going to give you a, a a policy for your three million dollar home on the beach, but I know it's going to be underwater, and I'm not going to pay you for it. <laughs> I don't think they believe that it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. I think it's, it, again, it's another one of those. Weren't the ice caps supposed to be melted by now? Can we play that clip for a second? If the water on the planet is going to rise up 10 feet, that means the southern part of the United States is gone. England is gone. Most of Europe is gone. And I can go, uh, most of Central America is gone. Okay. If that's the case, Let's just take Florida, for example, which is one of the fastest growing condominium, beachfront condominiums on the planet. In the prospectus, when you invest, there should be, in the footnotes, if global warming is for real, they won't put it that way, global warming happens and water rises 10 feet, this investment you made is all. Not one single investment prospectus written since 2000, this century has alluded to global warming. Not one mother If it were really true, the banks wouldn't invest. The banks wouldn't finance. Simple. Does it make common sense? Yeah. He knows what he's talking about in that <clears throat> field, right? He thinks he's, very, a, he's an expert. Very wealthy exactly investor. But the leftist idiots believe that the... That we're going to go underwater someday. They're the useful idiots because they do follow right along. So where – and here's the interesting thing I was thinking about the other day. It's like you have these liberal, progressive, leftists, whatever you want to call them, the Marxists, the, the, the people who vote, vote for this crap and the people who support this nonsense. I don't think they real. They, well, obviously they don't realize that they're being used f- for their mass of people. For votes. For votes and for support for this crap. One day, they will probably realize when it's too late that they should never have supported any of this left-wing stuff because they were being used as useful idiots to support. Just like now, we're starting to find out all a lot of bad results from the, from the vaccine. Right. But yet all these people took the vaccine and, and now they're 
they're starting to be concerned. Well, they're just waiting to see what happens now because you can't reverse. You can't what you do did. anything about it. So why don't they? F- I wish I just wish people would put their politics aside and just think about this stuff ahead of time. Well, they're concerned, and there's still commercials running on TV to get your little kids vaccinated. We saw it on the football game yesterday. Pfizer commercials. Little kids running around with band aids on their arm. Oh, I just got my COVID vaccine. What? Like it's like it's something fun. <laughs> Like the pregnant woman in that one. Here's your lollipop. Here's your lollipop. COVID, and then they said, "Should we give you a flu shot at the same time?" Oh yeah, go for it. She's sitting there pregnant, getting two vaccines in one arm. Like, how do you mind? Well, and then then we just saw the video recently about the the Pfizer uh, guy who was Project Veritas did this did a sting on him, and oh yeah, he he. Released all the information. He told them exactly what they're doing. Yeah, they're yeah they're they're perpetuating this virus so they can sell they're more vaccines, billions of dollars off of it. And then he's confronted, and um, and and then he tries to deny it and all that stuff. You got to watch people. I'm sure people have seen the videos. But the the point to all this is that Pfizer was exposed by this guy. He exposed them, and what did Google do? Wiped it out. Wiped him off the internet. They went through and they wiped all them everything about this guy. I can't. I can't remember his name. I don't and have his name. We can, maybe. Maybe. And we they can don't find have that. any responsibilities, so they're going to keep doing what they're doing. Right. You die. You drop dead. And even if it is from the vaccine, what are you going to do? You can't sue them. Right. You can't it's sue them because the government gave them absolutely no responsibility for anything that happens. Yeah. Good way to kill your citizens, isn't it? I don't know why they want to be doing that. But when will people, I guess the most important thing is when will people start to wake up to this stuff? They won't. They won't believe that their government's that. I don't want to believe it either. But, I mean, at a certain point, you really have to be ignorant to to hold on to some of these narratives. But to say that that stuff's normal every day, when they say, oh, that happens all the time, really, to a 13-year-old? Right. No. Big Pharma is the largest advertiser on all the news networks. But what are the governors getting out of it by continuing to support? They got to be getting something Kickbacks out of it. Coming somewhere, something. Somewhere. There's some benefit because free money to do stuff. Who knows? There's something going on though. Well, which brings me to the next story I wanted to talk about: Anthony's girl, Kathy Hochul. Oh yeah, my favorite. <laughs> she um, is talking about how hiring unvaccinated health workers now, even after the Supreme Court said. Firing was un- firing them was unconstitutional. She's still doubling down on not hiring them, saying that it's not the right answer. I got a little little article here for you. Democrat New York Governor Kathy Hochul says rehiring unvaccinated healthcare workers is not the right answer, despite the vaccination mandate being overturned and the state suffering from a major healthcare worker shortage. So here we shortage. go again. A governor. Not listening to the Supreme Court. She's doing the same thing on the gun laws. The Supreme Court is doing nothing to stop her. Why? What's the point of the Supreme Court if no one's going to listen to them? She's literally telling them, go after well, yourself. The Supreme Court already de- made the Supreme Court made their determination. I guess the problem is, you know. Well, you talk about the New York State Supreme Court? Yeah. Well, that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, so it's got to get to the. The Supreme Court's down on the ladder. Not like the Supreme Court of the United States, where that's right. the ultimate thing. She got the appeals court above that, right? That's why everything's right. on stay, right? Because they're appealing it, so right. it can stay in that. Yeah. So the real you know, too many hands Supreme in the pot. court has to take the case and then say you're out of here. Yep. But they need to do it right away. 
She says, I don't think the answer is to have someone who comes in who's sick be exposed to someone who can give them COVID-19. I don't know if that's the right answer, but I'm pretty sure it's not, she said. So we're exploring our options, Hochul said. Uh, she told the local media Tuesday after being asked about bringing back unvaccinated healthcare workers. But I think everybody who goes into a healthcare facility or nursing home should have the assurance and their family members should know that we have taken all steps to protect the public health. And that includes making sure those who come in contact with them at their time of most vulnerability, when they're sick or elderly, will not pass the virus. Also, yeah, we don't have enough people to take care of your parents, but at least they won't be exposed to somebody that we don't think they should be exposed to. Just test everybody. Test everybody every day, and if you're sick, don't come to work. Like you used to be, right? You're <coughs> sick, you don't go to work. A reporter pushed back, asking Hochul if there were other precautions like wearing a mask to allow unvaccinated healthcare workers back into hospitals. And she said, quote, I cannot put people into harm's way because when you go into a healthcare facility, you expect that you're not going to come out sicker than you went in. I think that's something every New York every New Yorker would expect. Oh yeah. So she's speaking for left wing yeah. well, left wing nut jobs would think that. Isn't most of the people getting the COVID again are vaccinated people? Yeah. I know someone who just got it again, and they're vaccinated, fully vaccinated. Yeah. And they can spread it. And they can spread it. So her 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 her, her argument makes no sense. She's stupid. Joe Scarborough, is that his name from Morning, Morning Joe? Joe? Didn't he just get COVID again oh. after having at least three boosters. He had the COVID shot, three boosters, and he he blamed getting COVID on not having got his fourth booster. Oh. So because so he eventually did. he's going to grow a second head because he's had so many boosters or he's not even going to have blood anymore. How do you how do you These people are sick in the head. They're sick in the head. I know. I know. It's sad. They're saying that the vaccine is causing your immune system to cripple and go away. That's why you're getting it three or four times, stupid. We haven't got it three or four times. No, no, and we, no, we haven't been. Well, I can't speak for you guys, but I can. Speak I've only for had you. it once. I had it once. I mean, I can't speak for you on the vaccine unless you want to divulge that information. But I have not. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> so, is it safe to say? No. Okay. So, none of us here on the show At have been. Point, why would you? But we're the enemy, though. And we've all gotten the vi- the virus. What once? Once. And Thank God. Fully recovered and never had it again. So what does that say about natural immunity? It's stronger than their stupid vaccine. <laughs> I would the vaccine, it doesn't say anything negative about it, that's for sure, right? When we don't know what's going on with the vaccine, so who knows? Let's see if you're getting jabbed over and over and over. What moron is getting uh, two vaccines and four boosters? They can't help it because they don't understand. No. They're, they're caught they're up. mentally ill. They're caught up in the narrative. they got to be caught up in the narrative to you're, believe you're this You're putting stuff. something that you don't even know what it is in your body. A normal human being would not take something that has not been tested. Anyone with a with a with a, a normal sized brain. All I needed to hear in the beginning was, it's not been long term tested. It wasn't even tested for six or well, two months. And then and also the pharmaceutical companies have no liability. I'm like I'm out. What else do you need to hear? Seriously, what else would you Listen, need to? People, you do what the hell you want. But if you're putting something in your body that's not been tested, you don't know what you're getting. You don't know what the hell they put in your body. You have no idea what they did to you. No. 
I'm, I'm sorry, before boosters and you, you have COVID. Well, how many times did you have it? <laughs> Let me get back to your, your girl Hochul oh, here. Decades of healthcare experience are being left on the sidelines or pushed into other states as a result of the mandate. The Republican lawmaker wrote in, in the joint letter. Uh, this is even more noteworthy given that the U.S. Centers for Disease Control director has publicly stated that the vaccine cannot prevent transmission. Uh, lawmakers wrote the letter uh, days after a state Supreme Court judge struck down the mandate on January 13, calling it null, void, and of no effect. His ruling, uh, Judge Gerard Neri, said the governor and the New York State Department of Health overstepped their authority by making the requirement permanent because COVID-19 vaccine is not included in, included in the state state's public health law. The mandate is beyond the scope of respondents' authority and is therefore null, void, and of no effect, Neary said. Okay, so we got a, we got a judge who basically ruled on it, and his <clears throat> word means nothing. So we're paying this guy $100,000, $200,000 a year to sit on a bench, oh, yeah. make a ruling, and do and absolutely nothing. Pays no attention. How about we just fire him? Because he's useless. Well, that's, yeah. He's useless. The court system is useless if she's not listening to it. Yep. She basically just saying. Well, she's doing the same thing with with the right. concealed carry improvement. She's yeah. just doing what she wants because she's she's a Hitler type psycho. What's wrong with her? You'll do what I tell you, and if not, you're not going to have a job. That's basically what she's saying. Right. It's control. Yeah. It is. It's control. And, and until and they were saying the population in the last two years, six hundred thousand people left this state in two years. And she's and she's she's like, well, I don't know how we can stop that. How about you leave office? Yeah, that'd be a good you, start. Your Democratic Party is why people are leaving the state in droves, and it's not liberals that are leaving; it's Republicans that are leaving your state. So you're basically going to be left with your own mess. Yeah, this is going to be another. And I give it 10, 10 years. This will be California, unless we can turn things around and get uh, a, a, a Republican governor. And not there. if Republicans keep leaving. We are out of time. It went quick, man. Wow. All right. Enough so, about old rat face. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Okay. We'll no, see you next week. Thanks so much for watching the Loaded Mic on Rumble. You can also catch us on the Ops Lens Network, Right America Media, Simul TV, and the Key Radio Network. You can also find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. I'm Dan Wass, and the Second Amendment is not a privilege, it's your right. Thank you.